Hey, great morning, folks. Hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. Hey, happy Sunday. Welcome to another Sunday mindset message here, okay? And this morning, I have something great for you. I want to briefly speak about in the hard times we grow the most, okay? As a matter of fact, I want you to stop for a second. And I want you to write that down. In the hard times, we grow the most, okay? So take out a sheet of paper. Maybe if you're driving, go ahead and pull over. And if you haven't begun your day, then guess what? I promise you that this message here, I'm going to share a story with you. I haven't shared the story in a very long time, but I think it will help you. It will inspire you and assist you with your own personal journey. This is what I've learned about life. You know, I am a, I almost said my age, I am a young black man. <laughs> and, you know, I had very, very tough moments growing up and I had tough moments with my career. I had tough moments in parenting, tough moments like kind of all throughout my life, especially in the 20s and early 30s. But I realized that those moments, they were extremely hard, allowed me to grow into the man that I'm here today. How many of you right now, and I want you to be honest with me. Come on, open up for me if you don't mind. How many of you like right now, at this moment, as you're listening to me, are going through hard times? Okay, how many of you right now are going through hard times financially? How many of you right now are going through hard times with your business? Maybe with your career choice, maybe with school, maybe with your significant other, right? And what I've learned over the years, I've learned how to reframe hard times. And I'm going to tell you a story about my life personally and if it's emotion, if it's an emotional story, I apologize in advance. I'm not telling you the story to feel any pity for me, but I want you to understand where I have been that have allowed me to be worth thirty million dollars, have allowed me to travel the world. I've retired my parents, and I'm able to give my children the life that they deserve. And if that's what you want, I want you to come with the word "Amen" or give me a thumbs up below here. Okay. And make sure you smash the like button if you enjoy these rants, these Sunday mindsets messages. I do speak on Sunday via Instagram every Sunday morning here. It doesn't matter where I am on the planet. Um, I tend to go live. So you can give me your support by sharing this and liking it and listening to the podcast. Just go to Google.com and type in Wesley Virgin Podcast and you will see every rant, every message that I've ever done to help you, to assist you, to recondition your mind, to become the woman or the man that you're destined to be, okay? So listen up. Let's go back a few years, okay? Many of you know I'm 21. I'm 21 forever. Let's go! Right? So let's go back. How many of you in your 20s right now? If you're in your 20s, you really want to listen to this because, you know, from the age from 20 to 30 is extremely... This is an extremely important time in the person's life because so much programming and so many decisions are made between 20 and 30 because this is when you're free from your household. 
And now you can do whatever you want to do in life, right? You can go drink, you can go club, you can go read, you can go to school, you can go to work. I mean, so many decisions that you can make that you're not no longer relying on any type of authority, supervision. You're not relying on your parents, right? You're doing your thing. So I want to help you and I'm going to share this with you because if you're going through hard times, I want you to hear what I went through that allowed me to be the man that I'm here today. Is that okay? Is everybody ready? Okay. You here? Some of you guys are late. I don't like that. All right. Here we go. So it was, uh, I remember I was 20, maybe 25, 26 years old. And this is when I made a decision that I wanted to make money on the internet, right? Um, I wanted to make money online. I didn't know how to make money online, okay? You know, when you have that first thought that I want to make more money, I want to quit my job, I want to leave what I'm currently doing, and I want to make more money. Well, I was there, okay? At 25, 26 years old, I'll never forget this. I was overseas. I was overseas as a contractor, had just got kicked out of the army. They discharged me and I joined the contractors to support the military in Afghanistan. I was making about $86,000 in Afghanistan, but I was working 12 hours a day every day. So imagine seven days a week working 12 hours a day in 110 degrees weather, okay, in the desert. Two stories. So... I said, you know what? I'm making pretty good money, but this is not going to cut it. Because I still felt that I wasn't free. One thing about me that you don't know, I've had many jobs. I've probably had 35 jobs in my life. I've had a lot of jobs. I've been fired. I've been laid off. I've quit. How many of you can relate? Come with the word amen below. Like I've been there. I've had all the jobs. I've did almost everything. I've bagged groceries before. I've been security before. Uh, I've worked a desk job before. I used to clean um, warehouses before. I had janit. I used to be not a janitor, but janitorial services before. I mean, I've, I've done it all, right? And I realized that jobs just wasn't for me because I just wanted to do things my way. I just felt a resistance when people would tell me what to do. Can anybody relate? You know, that's one thing I couldn't stand. If people telling me what to do and how I should do it, okay? Anybody can relate? Well, I really abhorred that. I had a, I hated that. With <laughs> You have no idea. Like, I hated that. And it probably came from my childhood because my dad was a very aggressive, authoritative man. And, you know, I hated that. So I wanted change. So I went overseas and I decided to create a job, no, I'm sorry, business by the name of 7dayfitness.com. I'll never forget this. Now, listen, this is, I'm making 80000 but I'm overseas. I'm away from my children, and I'm working 12 hours a day. And, yeah, I make, I'm making pretty good money, but the problem was I, I wasn't enjoying my life because I was in the desert. Like, it's nothing to do in the desert. It's nothing to do in Afghanistan besides work out and eat, and that's about it, and work. So it was boring. So I want, I wanted an exit plan. I said, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Absolutely not. <laughs> so I remember going to, I remember thinking, 
You know, and this may help a lot of you because, you know, when you think about what can I do? That's the thought I had. I said, what can I do? Like I'm 26 years old. I'm overseas. What can I do to make money? And I thought about, well, what am I good at? And this is the process of thinking that a lot of you can go through to begin to discover what you can do to start to make money. And I said, well, I'm pretty, I'm in shape. I work out a lot. I got a pretty decent body. How about I just start training? But at that time, I was spending a lot of time on the internet. So I just had a thought in my mind. I said, you know what? I wonder if I can bring my training or train. Now, listen, I, I didn't even have a personal training license at all. Uh, I've never been to school for personal training, even until today. But I thought, well, since I worked out, I look pretty decent, so I can help other people do the same thing. So I registered a company by the name of 7dayfitness.com on GoDaddy.com. I'll never forget this day. This um, this day. I was in Afghanistan. I was a computer tech. Uh, I think I was a computer technician for um KBR, that was the name of the company. And I registered the, the domain, 7dayfitness.com. And this is my thought. Now, listen up. My thought was, I am going to train people virtually online. Now, this was in the infancy stages of digital marketing. Now, I didn't know what a digital market was. I didn't know what internet marketing was. I didn't know the terminology at, at all. But all I knew that I was going to train people virtually online. I said, we have the internet. And to me, this was like first principle thinking, right? I was thinking to myself, like if I could put my training on the internet, and if I get people to buy, people will spend money in their sleep while, while I'm sleeping. Make sense? <clears throat> so I did that. And I remember I had a friend that worked with me. He was a programmer. He programmed a site for me. And he did it for free. And I remember it was time to lunch. I recorded programs and videos to put on the website. So when people bought it, they will, um, you know, they'll be using it and watching me train. And I charge seven bucks a month, folks. Okay. I, I charge seven bucks a month, believe it or not. Now, listen up. You want to hear this, okay? Because you may say, where's the hard times, Wes? Keep listening. Seven bucks a month. And I remember releasing the website and saying, hey, okay, it's time to make money. The website went live. Now, I just thought, I didn't need billions of people, but I thought millions of people would at least come to the website, right? I just thought that, you know, once I published the website, it was done, that people would come online. So I started telling people. I told my friends. I told the people overseas. told my parents. Say, hey, guys, go log on on 7dayfitness.com. Go get your exercise program. Do you know that no one ordered nothing? And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I was discouraged. You know, and listen. How many of you have ever been discouraged after working your ass off towards something like because in your mind you think that man this is going to be phenomenal people are going to love this stuff right and you like it and no one buys it or 
maybe a few people buy, but not enough. And you begin to feel discouraged. Now, let me address that. What I want you to understand, the next time you do something like that, you work your ass off, and then you put something out in the marketplace, and no one buys, remember this. Don't get discouraged. This is what I want you to do. I want you to realize that you just don't have the education yet. Okay? You just don't have the education. When I say you don't have the education, there's something marketing-wise that you just don't know yet. It's something within the business you just don't know. So you don't have to get discouraged, okay? It's just something that you don't know. I think especially new business owners or even business owners who have been in business for a very long time, they just think that, well, you know, man, I worked so hard on this thing and it's not working. And they tend to get sad and discouraged. No, all that means is you just don't have the proper education yet to deal with that issue, okay? But you'll get it. Let me keep telling the story. So basically, no one came to the website. I was upset. I was pissed. Listen up, okay? I was I was upset. I said, what the? You know how we are. Like, what the hell? What? Why no one's buying my program? This is seven-day fitness, seven minutes a day. It doesn't take a lot of time to do the workouts. Why isn't anyone buying? And be honest with you, like for years I was trying to figure this out. And this is before I started to go to seminars and this is before I knew that there were a, that it was a internet marketing world. Like it was people on the planet that was doing this around the planet. I was just by myself. It was just on my own individual idea. Okay? And I remember joining the mastermind. Listen up. And the mastermind was $1,000 a month. At that time, I had left overseas. I decided to leave. And it was $1,000 a month. <clears throat> and it was a stretch for me to pay that amount of money per month on the internet for this, you know, this mastermind mentorship course. Um, but listen. <clears throat> I spent a couple of months in that mastermind, and let me tell you what the best advice was. You need to write this down. This was the best advice that I have ever received in the field of internet marketing. We had a meeting, <clears throat> and we would have a meeting like every Friday where everybody was paying $1,000 a month to ask questions. <clears throat> and I remember the guy's name was Craig. I said, Craig, man, this is true. I said, Craig, I have a product. I'm still talking about seven-day fitness, but like no one's, I can't find any affiliates. I can't find anybody to promote it. I'm not making sales. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, man. I mean, I just, I'm emailing all these people. No one's responding, right? And let me tell you what that man told me. And this is, this may be applicable to some of you as well. He was a, I think he was much, let me tell you, maybe 40 plus. He said, Wes, you have to leave your house and go where these people are. Okay? You're a smart man, Wes. You're very intelligent. But 
sending an email to a successful entrepreneur, like just sending them an email and expecting them to reply, it's nonsense. Think about it, Wes. If these people are making millions of dollars, do you think you're the only person sending them emails and DMs? And I'm like, oh. Hmm. Good point. He said, Wes, this is what he told me, I swear to God. You need to get off your ass, get on a plane, and go where these people are. Events and seminars. Before, in the field of internet marketing, I've never been to an event. You know, you know how we are. We think we can do it all ourselves. Oh, I can figure it out. And listen, some people do figure it out by themselves alone in their houses. But some people need to be around the people. They need to be in the environment, right? And I was one of those people. Because, excuse me, the big issue for me was, like I was working my ass off. I was really working hard trying to figure this stuff out. But <clears throat> when I got around the people, I realized it was my belief. Like I just, I didn't believe that a young black kid from Houston, Texas, okay, parents never made more than $20,000 per year. Like I didn't believe that I can make a million dollars. It was unconscious. I unconsciously, like consciously, I would say, yeah, I can make this money. I can do this. I got this. I'm going to be a millionaire. But if I was honest with myself, unconsciously, I didn't believe it. And I'll never forget going to my first internet marketing type event. It was in San Diego, San Diego, California. I'm broke. I'm wearing a seven-day fitness shirt. I have a smile on my face. And I walk into the event, and it was a fitness internet marketing event, which means it was trainers who wanted to transition over to the digital marketing world, a ton of them. So it was this man, his name was Bedros. I don't know if you know who Bedros is. Look him up. But he was one of the pioneers or the first guys that took a training business and put it online and made a lot of money. And so what he did, he created a program to teach other personal trainers to take their business online. And let me tell you, when I got to this event, I felt the energy, man. I was like, oh man, damn, wow. And then I started to meet people that were doing 800,000 a year. I was meeting people that were making 150000 a month, okay? Having conversations with them. And I'm like, I'm like this little black boy in this huge place. And I mean, all these people who were winning. I even met some of the people that I was emailing. I remember this one guy, Tyler. And I used to email him all the time because he was doing very well on ClickBank at the time. And. I said, hey, Tyler, hey, I emailed you. I'm like, oh, hey, Wes, what's going on? And then we just, you know, had a good conversation. But what's important about that scenario was it, it raised my belief, okay? Like it raised my belief that it was actually possible. 
many of you don't realize how important the environment is because it almost gives you hope if i want to be very honest with you like it just gave me hope i spent a lot my six seven years failing not making any money at all but going hard every day and when i got in this environment i felt hope so it's okay i feel some hope okay 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 Okay, so people are making money. Okay, great. So I got some hope. I got some energy. I felt good going back home. Went back home, still not making money. Okay? I went back home, still not making money, folks. Still not making money. How many of you have ever been to an event or a seminar? You got home, you're still not making money. Remember, in the hard times, we grow the most. Now, what did I do? Did I bitch and complain about not making money? No. I went to another event. I'll never forget this event. Um, <clears throat> I went to, it was a ClickBank event in Las Vegas. Okay. Now I was traveling, baby. And I didn't have a lot of money, but I was so focused. I was zoned in. I wasn't talking to girls, I was celibate at the time, like, uh, women, I didn't give a fuck about them, like, I, I was like, I had a one-track mind, my one-track mind was, I gotta get to the money, and I remember going to Vegas, I, I remember going to the ClickBank event, and I was meeting some of the ClickBank people, and meeting some of the affiliates, and what I would do was, I was just collecting people's names and numbers, right, I didn't have an offer that really worked at the time, but People love my attitude. Write that down, folks. Like attitude. Attitude is huge. Believe it or not, attitude, in my opinion, will outweigh knowledge and intelligence. Like your attitude. And like I always had a positive attitude. It's so important in business, especially when you're trying to put yourself in the right environment. Like I just had, I always had a positive mental attitude all the time. People loved me for it, okay? I was always excited. I always had energy all the time, enthusiasm, okay? And I was broke, like really and broke. I was in debt, had bad credit, but I was enthusiastic all the time, okay? And I remember going to the party. It was a party that took place that evening, and I'm in a room with a lot of internet marketers, they're making money, they're killing it. And I meet this bald-headed guy. His name was Joe. And I was talking to Joe about 7-Day Fitness because that's what I was doing. I said, hey, my name is Wesley Virgin. I own 7-Day Fitness. I'm going to take over the health and fitness industry online virtually. That was my pitch to people, right? And I pitched that to Joe. And I was pitching it to everybody. I mean, honestly, I was just talking to people. I was meeting people and kissing babies, okay? With a smile on my face. How you doing? I'm Wesley Virgin. Um, I own 7dayfitness.com. It's a virtual fitness program online. And listen, I'm going to change the way that people work out for the rest of their lives. Seven minutes at a time. I swear to God, that's exactly what I said at that party. It's just like almost everybody that I knew that was making money. <clears throat> Did I meet the bald head guy? And the bald head guy was impressed. Say, okay, Wes, maybe we'll be able to do something, man. Send me what you got. He was doing like maybe 300000 a month. 
I'm doing no money a month. He says, send what you got, and let's see if we can do something. Now, this guy's a millionaire. I'm excited. He's from Canada, Montreal, and I'm excited, man. I'm like, what the? Are you serious? You know when you get that opportunity, and you think about all the work and all the sacrifice, and then you meet someone that is in the position where you want to be, and they make a decision to partner with you or do something with you or even consider you, you get excited, right? I was excited. I was like, yes, sir. Let's go. I'm like 30, 31 years old, right? I mean, I'm at Vegas. I'm drinking a little cocktail, dancing a little bit, you know, talking to the ladies, having a good time because I have a potential partnership with this guy that's in the fitness space that's doing very well, that's been in the space for a very long time. I remember getting on the plane, going back home. I'm excited. Man, I'm just thinking about money. I'm not thinking about nobody else. I'm, thinking, I'm not thinking about my parents. I'm not thinking about my kids. I'm thinking about Joe. I'm partnering with Joe, man. We about to get ready to rock and roll. I get back to the house. I immediately go to my laptop, go to Skype. I add him on Skype. I say, hey, man, I'm ready to work. Joe is nowhere to be found. I'm like, hey, Joe, hey, you're out there, man. This is Wesley from Vegas, man. ClickBank event. Nothing. And I'm like, what the f I mean, did this guy just ghost me? <laughs> did this guy just ghost me? Remember, in hard times, we grow the most. I was having a tough time because I, I thought me and Joe had some rapport. I thought me and Joe had a connection. Right? So I'm, I'm on the air mattress in Houston, Texas, off a of Sage Road in the Galleria area. No furniture in the house. No one knew because I didn't allow anybody to come in my house. And I'm thinking to myself, did Joe just ghost me? Two weeks went by. Joe finally reaches out. Thank God. Hallelujah. I was like, all praises to the most high. God is the greatest. You know when you check your phone or you check your Skype and that person that you've been waiting for to text you, text you. Yeah, that was one of those moments. I was like, oh, woo, hallelujah. Right? And I was like, all right, Joe. Woo, Jesus. He said, I'm sorry. Wes, I've just been busy, man. I said, hey, Joe. Listen, I know you're a busy man. No problem. No words, man. I just want to jump on this project, man. All right, tell me what you got. Okay, Wes, this is what we're going to do. This is a true story. He said, Wes, we're going to repackage 7-Day Fitness. We're going to create a new VSL for you. We're going to write the copy, and the split is going to be 75-25. I said, excuse me? And he said, 75-25. Like, 75% for him and 25 I said, whoa, 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 bro, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, bro. We need to do 50-50, bro. He said, Wes, Wes, stop for a second. One, I'm the expert. Two, I'm writing all the copy. Three, I am assuming all the risk. To be honest with you, Wes, you don't know what you're doing right now, do you? That's why you came to me. And he was right. I was like, uh. And at first, I was like, man, but 25%? Come on, man. And I was thinking to myself, I said, well... <clears throat> <clears throat> this thing is either going to work or not. I have an opportunity. Let me just take it. 
and I took the 25%, okay? And it took about seven to eight months to get everything done. It's a lot of work, you know, believe it or not. Like now I have teams that do a lot of what I used to do by myself. I have teams that do a lot of this stuff now, but let me share something with you about creating an offer online. It's a lot of work, okay? It's a ton of work, a lot. It can take, if you're new, it takes months. Sometimes it can take six months to a year just to get it done, depending on what you're doing and depending on how much knowledge you have and your access to teams to do it for you. But it took us like seven to eight months to do it. Creating videos, creating copy, creating upsells, um, you know, getting the web services in place, finding the platform that would disseminate the product as well, things of that sort. Okay? And after seven months, listen, Seven-day fitness was done. After seven months of sacrifice, I'm living off credit card because I quit my job. Like, I quit my job. Like, I, w- I went all in. I said, fuck my job, honestly. You know, and I was a computer engineer making really good money. And I said, forget that shit. I don't want this. Like, I don't want ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month. I want 150000 a month. That's what I was thinking at that time. <clears throat> and I remember it was time to lunch. And... We were going to celebrate, and um, ClickBank had a ClickBank Platinum event in Canada, and I got invited only because they liked me. You can only go to these events unless you was making a quarter million dollars a year. I was making nothing. I was making a quarter, right? But they liked me so much that they allowed me to go, okay? They said, sure, Wes, come on. ClickBank, they love me. They don't love me too much now, but... Back in the day, they loved them some Wesley Virgin, but so I got on the plane. I'll never forget this. I flew first class for the first time. I said, fuck it. You know what? Because I always preach and I always teach you that you should act as if, right? Act as if you're already successful. Project the image of success to be successful. So that's what I did. I bought me a first class ticket. I got me a five-star hotel. I got in that first class seat and I was acting like I was rich. The stewardess came by and said, Mr. Virgin, would you like a glass of champagne? I said, absolutely. Can I have two, please? Thank you. And I was leaning back and I reclined on that nice first. That was the first time I flew first class in my life. And it was a four hour. Was it a four hour flight to New York? Then another hour to Canada, I believe, Toronto. And I was just acting like I was the big shit, you know, big man on campus, man. Feeling good, looking good. And I remember getting off the plane, getting in uh, a taxi to the hotel, Foster Hotel, by the way. Cost me $1,000 a night. I was only out there for two nights. I put on the credit card. I didn't care. Right? Like, I was in the zone, folks. Listen, I was in the zone. I, I wasn't thinking about my debt. I had a lot of debt. I wasn't thinking about my apartment that was getting ready to, I was getting ready to lose it. <clears throat> I wasn't thinking about the lack of money, the bad credit. Ah, I didn't even care. I was in the zone. I said, man, me and Joe getting ready to launch 7dayfitness.com. I- I'm getting ready to make a million dollars. I'm about to be rich. I'm getting ready to retire my parents. I'm going to buy my G-Wagon. Woo, let's go, baby. I was excited. You have no clue. I was so excited. So I remember going to the hotel. And I remember leaving the hotel, walking around Toronto by myself, just hanging out. And I was doing push-ups in the 
hotel room, just motivated. I was doing videos, by the way. At this time, I was still vlogging on Instagram. I was doing videos. Hey, guys, I'm in Canada, Toronto. And I wish I saved these videos, but they're probably gone now. But, you know, whatever. And then it was time for us to go to... Are you guys listening? Give me a thumbs up or come with the word amen. Listen to this. This is it's a powerful story. Um... It was time to go to the event. Now listen, just to give you some context, like I'm the only black guy, honestly, at this event or even going to this event. I'm just, not that that matters, but I'm just the only black, it's just white people, it's Asian people, because they kind of dominate the industry, honestly. And in the market, at that time, they did. They were the big dogs, right? <laughs> um, and I remember getting dressed up, looking good. You know, I always got to look gut, look gut, smell good, right? And I remember going to the hotel, I think it was the Four Seasons, and they had rented out the restaurant, the balcony on the outside. And I walked in, and I can just smell money, man. Mm, it was, it was a, a ton of men, obviously, a few women. And I can smell money in the air. Now, at that event, no one made less than $250,000. I've never been to an event like this. And my attitude got me in the event. Not my money, not my significance, because I wasn't important. At the, like, no one knew who I was. I was like a nobody. But my attitude, you know, they just said, all right, Wes, come on. And I remember smelling that money, man. You know, that I was meeting people, several people that were millionaires that were 25 years old, 23 years old, 35, 45. I mean, just all types of people in all different types of niches that were making money. But I was there. Listen, I was there to see Joe, right? I'm like, Joe, where the hell you at, baby? Where your bald-headed ass at? Where, where are you, sir? Because I'm excited. I'm excited of what to come. Like, I mean, we, we, we worked hard for seven to eight months on this project here. And I was ready for the payout. And I'm looking for Joe. Joe ain't there yet. So I'm just talking. I'm eating some sushi and some, some tartare and some caviar. And drinking some of that wine, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to, listen, I'm acting like I'm rich too, right? I'm like, let me get a little, let me get a little champagne. Let me get some of that champagne. Like, I've never been to a party like this, first of all. I was uncomfortable because I've never been in a setting that I was surrounded by rich people. Never. This is the first time. I'm 30 plus, and I'm around all these people that are doing very well. So I'm just trying to fit in, right? So I get my little cracker, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at these little these little events, they always have the the person that's passing all the crackers with the uh, the pate or whatever. They give me some of that pate. Let me get some of those horse divers, those hors d'oeuvres. So I'm eating all this stuff, right? Because I'm waiting for Joe, and I'm talking to all these people, okay? And then guess who shows up, folks? Guess who shows up at the door? The man. The legend. It was Joe. Joe was a good looking man, so he had two women by him. He had two beautiful Montreal. I mean, they were oof, they were hot. One thing about Canada, folks, Canada probably has some of the hottest women 
on the planet, just go. Just go to Toronto. Oh, my God. I mean, they are gorgeous, right? So, you know, Joe was a little playboy. You know, you can tell. He had, he had him some girls. He walked in. He had a girl on the left, girl on the right. I'm like, man, I'm going to be like, Joe, hey, where my girls at? I don't have no money yet. All right, I got to get some money. Right? So I'm thinking in my mind, like, damn, Joe, you doing your thing, huh? And I'm like, I walked up. I, I'm cheesing. I swear to God, like, I'm, I'm excited because Joe, this is the man that worked with me for seven months. We're going to make a million dollars, right? Hey, Joe, what's going on, my guy? What's up, Wes? He was just like me. He had a lot of energy. Uh, he, and he would always encourage me as well. I'd say, Wes, I'm so proud of you, man. You're doing your thing. You're, you're working hard. I see myself in you. Uh, I used to get that a lot from rich people. I see myself in you. Um... But he said, hey, let's talk for a second. Okay. He said, let's talk for a second. Mm. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, what the fuck? Anybody ever been here? You know, he's just like, talk. You know, when your daddy come in that room and say, we need to talk. Or your mom say, we need to talk. Or your girlfriend, we need to talk. You're like, what the fuck? Your stomach start getting those bubble guts. Because you're like, whoa, 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 what did I do? What did I do? What did I, what did I do? What did I do? Don't you hate when people say, man, we need to talk. They get that text. Hey, hey, we need to talk about something. You're like, what the fuck? What's going on here? You know, all these thoughts go in your mind. Because I was on a high. I was excited. You know, I drank a lot of champagne. So I was a tipsy, you know? So I'm like, uh, sure, Joe. Yeah, Wes, let's, uh, let's go inside for a second, man. I went inside. And Joe, I said, Joe, before you start, I just want to thank you, man. Honestly, I just want to portray my gratitude, man. You work with me. You, you took a chance on me and just want you to know that I deeply appreciate you, your mentorship, man. Over a couple of months, seven, eight months here, it's been absolutely phenomenal, man been life-changing and i know we're going to take 70 fitness or, or around the world just we're just going to change so many people's lives man i just want to thank you so much i've worked my ass off man for like seven eight years to be in this moment with you and i'm in canada man i'm in toronto with millionaires that are surrounding me right now and i'm working with Ron. just want you to know that i don't take that for granted and man i love you bro he said man wes i love you as well but i said but in my mind I'm thinking to myself, but, but nothing, motherfucker. What you talking about, but? <laughs> I said, Wes, and he was direct. He said, man, we we decided not to move forward with 7dayfitness.com. In my mind, I'm like, excuse me? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking about all the money I spent all the sacrifices I made to be where I am. Like, I I literally spent everything to be in that position. Like, I mean, everything, honestly. And he said, we decided not to move forward, man. We had some change in the market. We just, we made a decision that it's just not going to fit the marketing strategy that we hoped that it would. And I 
I'm thinking to myself, now this is a true story. Now, I was quiet. Now, let me tell you what's going on in my mind. I wanted to slap the dog shit out of Joe. You have no clue. Like, I'm not a violent man. I'm a lovable man, believe it or not. But I wanted to slap the fucking dog shit out of him, I swear to God, because... You know when you sacrifice everything? See, people don't know the true sacrifice because, like, I was portraying an image of success. But, man, I was spending all my money, like, all my credit card money. I mean, with American Express, I was in a chargeback. I got a Visa card. It was just 15000 50000 for me. Like, I was just spending. I didn't have no cash. And I was getting unemployment at the time, too. I was getting, like, what, $300 a week. So... Honestly, I wouldn't have slept the dog shit out of in my mind. And then I had another thought. And I thought about the quote, in hard times, we grow the most. In hard times. Because at the time I was reading a lot of books, this is why personal development is so important because it's going to serve you one day because you're going to need it. Like, I know some of you, when you're listening to my rants and listening to my information, you might say, well, I'm just going to make me ranch. How am I going to make money? Just listen to Wesley Burgeon's fucking voice. I get it. But let me tell you something. This type of information is going to serve you one day. And I was listening to person development all the time. I was reading a ton of books and self-development, human behavior, skill with people. I was just learning a lot. And the quote. It just popped in my, I swear to God, it just popped in my mind. Like after slapping the dog shit out of Joe, after that thought diminished, it said, in the hard times, we grow the most. And I thought, I said, oh, okay, hard times, we grow the most. So I asked myself in turn, I said, what, where's, where's the opportunity to grow right now? And let me tell you what I did. So instead of becoming an emotional mess, I said, no problem, Joe. I appreciate everything. And I shook his hand. Swear to God. Like I made the decision in seconds. I said, thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate you, man. Maybe next time. With a smile on my face. And I turned around and I went back to the party. True story. Most of you would have been pissed. You would have been, oh, man, what do you mean? Most of you would have went back to your goddamn room, crying like a baby, cursing out John, punching the air, talking about how much you're in debt. Because that's what we tend to do. You become an emotional mess. But I decided, you know, thank God that quote just hit my, you know, I just thought, I thought of it. I said, in the hard times, we grow the most. So at that time, it was difficult for me because I was I was upset. But I said, how can I grow? So I said, thank you, Joe, for the opportunity. This is a true story. I said, thank you, Joe, for the opportunity. And <laughs> yeah, punch, yeah, I remember punching the air. I, I punched the air many times, folks. Um, I said, thank you for the opportunity. I went back to the party as if, listen, as if nothing ever happened. Come with these words below. I must let go of the past. Because that was the past, man. It was done. Like, it was no... It, it didn't make any sense for me to 
plead to Joe. Joe, what happened? Well, why we can't do this? Well, can we do this? But what about this? Well, why we can't lunch it? Well, let me give you more percentage. <laughs> no, I just let go of the pass. I just said, that's done. Joe said he can't do it. Okay. And I turned around. I just went back to the party as if nothing happened. Seriously, with a smile on my face. Hey, guys, how you doing? I'm Wesley Virgin. I own 7 Day Fitness Doc. I swear to God. And I remember meeting another guy. His name was Derek. Derek had a company online where he teach. It was a book that would teach parents on how to potty train their children at the age of two and three. Like he'll guarantee that your child will be potty trained before two years old. And he was making $200,000 a month off a book that he didn't write, by the way. That's another story. Derek was a fucking genius. Derek at that time was 25 years old, I think. Derek was a genius, man. You don't meet a lot of geniuses, but he, you think I'm a genius. I'm not a genius. This guy was a genius. The reason why he was a genius because he was a, what is called a unicorn in our industry. He can write copy. He could do the marketing. He could do the programming. He could do the coding. And he could do advanced coding like JavaScript, stuff like this. And he do, he can run Facebook. He did everything. He was like a one-man shop. He, he could do everything. He's really good. I mean, and I'm talking to Derek. He was a man from Waterloo, Canada. Something about those Canadians, man. Canadians are very smart people, I'll tell you that. Um. He was from Canada, too. And we clicked. Listen. Can you guys hear me? And he clicked. He clicked with me. Why did he click with me? You know why? Because of my fucking attitude. Okay? It was just my attitude. I swear. Listen. I swear to God. It was just my attitude. Because you may say, well, Wesley, how did you get millionaires to talk with you? It was my attitude. It was just positive. I swear to God. I, Joe let me down. Okay. Turned around. Went back to the party. Within 10 minutes, I'm talking to Derek. 25 years old. I'm like 31. And I had the same attitude as if... Nothing has ever, like nothing ever happened five minutes ago. Come at the word, I must let go of the past. Like I wasn't thinking about my debt. I wasn't thinking about all the time that I put in seven day fitness seven months prior. I didn't think about the first class flight that I couldn't afford. I didn't think about the whole, I didn't even care. That was just a memory for me. Why? Because, because I said, in the hard times, we grow the most. I told myself that because I read it somewhere. Or I remember Les Brown saying it. Or Jim Rohn or Tony Robbins saying it. In hard times, we grow the most. In hard times, we don't fail the most. In hard times, we don't diminish we don't get worse. We grow. That was a new belief that was installed in my mind that I was unaware of. I met Derek. I met Derek. 
And me and Derek hit it off, man, you know. And this is a very long story, but I'm, a, I'm not going to tell the entire story. But I just say this. That Derek ended up, we ended up clicking so much that me and Derek and his girlfriend went out the next day. He took me to the aquarium. We had lunch. He gave me a, he, he introduced me to poutines. He introduced me to Tim Hortons. I didn't know what this stuff was. It was a Tim Horton, right? Apparently it's the, similar to Starbucks. And we hit it off. He said, Wes, I'm going to help you. I swear to God. Okay. The same exact night. The same exact night that I lost a partner, I got a new one within 30 minutes. Oh, within 24 hours. All because, not because of my intelligence, not because I was smart, not because I knew what the right thing to say, it was because of my attitude. I just had a positive attitude. I started to sell the company all over again. Like, I didn't think about what Joe did and what Joe could have done. No. I didn't go back to my room and cry or have a pissy fit or go to the bar and drink and shit. No. Turned around and I got myself a new deal. Okay. Listen. Write this down below. Your attitude is everything, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this is, this is what I share with my children. I say, your attitude is everything. It's not about, you know, I know people that always what you know and who you know. Nah, it's not about what you know and who you know. Some people that have a pleasing attitude on the planet, they tend to always get what they want only because they have a pleasing attitude. And let me tell you why that's, one, that's so important, because that's what people want in it anyway. People want money, not because they just want to buy things, because they want money because they believe the things is going to make them feel good, which feeling good is a pleasing attitude. Like if you have a million dollars, you would have a pleasing attitude, correct? If you have zero dollars, you might not have a pleasing attitude. That's what you really want. You want a pleasing attitude. So when you meet people who have a pleasing attitude, because that's the feeling that we really want. It's not all the stuff and all the things. It's just like the pleasing attitude. We want to be happy. Or we want to feel happy. We want to feel content. We want to feel peaceful. We want to feel bliss. We want to feel joyful, right? So when you have a pleasing attitude, people just want to be around you. Doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. Doesn't matter how broke and poor you are. Who cares? Just your attitude, because that's what we want. We want to be around people who are pleasing. People that smile. People that see the glass half full. You get it? Do you not see the disparity between the poor, rich, and wealthy? Or the poor, average, and wealthy? You see the, the difference between the poor and rich? The poor people, or even average people that become rich, if you ask them about their life, they usually realize that having a pleasing attitude, even when they're broke, average, when things are not going well, life tends to work out for them. Are you with me? It does. 
just because of their pleasing attitude. And these people are not faking it. You know, I know you don't fake it till you make it. No, you don't have to fake it. You just got to find a reason to be happy genuinely, genuinely happy about something. You don't have to fake it. You know, people that's out there faking it, faking that smile, that's that's stupid. And let me tell you why it's dumb and just just un- unintelligible. Because if you're faking it in front of people's face, then my question is, how do you really feel? Like, if you're faking it, but you feel fucked up, you're never going to change. You don't need to fake a smile in your face. You need to find a reason why you should smile. You don't need to fake happiness. Just find a reason why you should be happy. You can think about your children and be happy. You can think about your parents and be happy. You can think about that you live in America and be happy. I mean, so many ways and so many things to be happy about. You just got to find a reason. A lot of you, your issue is, you connect happiness to the things that you want to buy and the experiences you want to have. That's your issue. Me, I have easy rules to be happy. Waking up, talking to you, going to the gym, working out, hanging out with my boo, hanging out with my children, traveling. I mean, just simple things, honestly. Driving my cars. I mean, does that make sense? Okay. I have easy rules to be happy. And I learned this when I was broke. So it was easy for me to be happy with people. And when I would meet extremely successful people, because I was already excited. Because my excitement and happiness didn't come from the stuff that I wanted. Right? Even now, yeah, I have a lot of cars, but I mean, my happiness don't come from, I mean, it makes me happy, but like my happiness is not sustained because of that stuff, not because I have a successful business. I mean, that's just normal. My happiness is, man, my children are doing well. They're smart. They're educated. It's my contribution that I get to make to the world on Instagram, on all my podcasts. I can share my stories and my ideology and my philosophy about my life to help other people do the same. If you got value tonight, come with the word value. If you enjoyed yourself, I'm going to post this and I would like you to come back to this video and post what you learned. And not only what you learned, what are you going to implement this week? Okay, like what are you going to implement this week? My question to you. Hard times gives us the opportunity to grow. You know, when you're feeling like shit, when you're feeling, when you're feeling that nothing is happening the way that you think it should, this is your opportunity to grow because you begin to think. What's going on? What's going on? Why am I this? Why is this happening? Why am I feeling this way? It's just like it gives you the opportunity to think. And start to analyze yourself and your thoughts and how you feel. Okay? And that's what I want you to do this week. Whenever you're faced with adversity, a challenge, or something that seems to be a setback, I want you to think for a second. How can I grow in this moment? How can I grow in this moment? Can't pay your rent. You're down, you're back on your bills, whatever. Just how can I grow? 
How can I grow in this moment? And sometimes growing, it's just changing your attitude towards it. Just saying, you know what, man, forget about the past. You know, I'm going to let go of the past. I'm going to let go of all these negative feelings. I'm going to move forward. Things are going to work out. I don't know how they're going to work out, but they will. And I'm going to work harder. You know, maybe I'm going to do something different this week that I didn't do last week that I'm afraid to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. Maybe I'm going to take a risk that I've been thinking about, and I'm just going to just fucking do it. See, when you start to let go of the past negative thoughts and the past negative experiences, it gives you the opportunity and room to grow. Does that make sense? It gives you the room to grow, the room to make progress. Any questions for me here, folks? If you got value, come with the word value below. I love all of you. I'll see you soon. If you got any value tonight or this morning, this afternoon, come with the word. I mean, I'm sorry. Just um, share and like this video for me if you don't mind. Just hit the share and the like button. I love you to life. I'm always be here. It doesn't matter how famous and how significant I become on the planet. Trust me. This is my purpose. My purpose is to help others. And this is what I love to do, and I will continue to do this. And I ask you to definitely log into the podcast, Wesley Virgin Podcast, to get more of this. Because I'm very grateful that I had this type of information in my unconsciousness when I dealt with Joe. Like, if I wasn't listening to all this person development, I don't, I'm not sure if I would have handled that situation that way. I probably would have went to jail because I, I, I would have slapped the dog shit out of Joe. You know, we can't have that. That would have been a major setback, right? So I'm very grateful that I was listening to this type of information over and over again, um, really inculcating new values and new beliefs that have created uh, my destiny, what I, that have created where I live today, which is my land of paradise. I love you. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love and let's go.